Welcome to Level Up. I'm Sherelle. And I'm Danny. And this is the podcast where we talk about health, fitness, and mindset. When it comes to building confidence, there is a lot of different things that you can do, but it has to start with understanding yourself. And the best time to start self-awareness practices and reflection was like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like it's something I wish I started a long time ago because I only started including that sort of stuff because I guess I did lack confidence in areas, whether it was direction or knowing what I was doing or not Mm -hmm. being certain on tasks, feeling a bit lost, that strips you of your confidence. So when you can reflect and be like, actually, I am making progress. I am on the right track. I am doing a good job. Like I am taking steps forward. It's not as bad as I'm making it out to be. That's how you build confidence. Yeah. And even if you need to make your goals a little bit more achievable and smaller, Mm. because often people just make goals that are so out there, but then by missing the smaller pieces in between, it can sort of seem unachievable. And then we just Mm. don't do anything towards it. So set yourself little goals that you know you'll get at the start and then Mm. tick them off or turn them green in your calendar or whatever you want to do just to continue to build that confidence. Because if we feel like we're capable of achieving tasks, that will help our confidence tremendously. Mm, yeah, this is actually an approach that I like to do with um, clients of training. Like I would rather start people off in like a, a regressed program, like looking at certain things rather than, being like, oh, you know, they're advanced, they should be here. And then having to regress later on, like if we can slowly progress and go with momentum, it's so much more motivating um, and reinforcing than having to take steps back. Within everything, it's repetition over a long period of time and starting small, like, and then building from there. It's a fine line between setting big ambitious goals and then, you know, underselling yourself. You know, there's somewhere in between. So I think the smaller, the better, like have your where you want to be of course, that should feel daunting looking at that. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Then Mm -hmm. you break it down from there in small achievable goals that build that like self-efficacy in you that you can achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to recognize that you are going to have days where you feel a bit anxious or feel a bit like, oh, like that's so normal, but it's how you manage it. That is important and not letting it blow up and get the better of you because Um, if we separate all the things that kind of stress us out in a day to day, individually, they're not too bad, but it's Mm. when it compounds. Um, yeah. So we really need to sort of put out those little spot fires before it gets big. Um, so just reward yourself as well on like the little things that you do well or say, yeah, my hair looks good today or geez, I I look good in that color top or whatever. Just Mm. keep pumping up your own tires and it's not arrogant. I, we have to be out, be our biggest fan. I think Mm. it's just so nice just to give yourself a little compliment every now and then it doesn't even have to be physically. Mm. You could have cooked a really nice meal or, Mm. or help do something for someone else, but just bloody reward yourself. I'm really glad that you said that because I was talking about this the other day. I don't know what it is that happens to us as young girls, but there's like this pre-perceived idea that if you take a compliment, you're stuck up or you're mm. arrogant. Or it's like, I don't know if it's from school where, you know, chicks are like, oh, you look so skinny. And you're like, no, oh, thanks. It's like, oh, you do think that, don't you? And it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I like on mean girls. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you do. It's like, good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so people mistake confidence with arrogance and perhaps when we were younger it was hard to see the difference sometimes Mm, right mm. but there's a way that you can I guess present confidence and self-worth which is what that is to me without Mm. coming across in an arrogant way because you're not your intention's different and look if people think that you're being arrogant that's that's on them that's their issues not yours yeah Um, 
But what I often find, and even with like working with female clients, I'll say like, I'll give them a compliment and it's like an instantly deflect it. Oh yeah, but you know, it was a good day or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, it's instant deflect. I'm like, no, no, no. Like if we don't accept the compliments, they don't exist. We actually yeah. tell ourselves. And then um, like, I guess when yeah. you put women in a group, this is what I find fascinating. When you put females in a group together, you and if someone tries to deflect a um a compliment or something there'll be other people being like no that's awesome and like reinforcing that Mm. and i i also think i'm like if i deflect a compliment that someone else gives me what message is that putting on them and what they think about their own worth because if someone says oh you're so strong on that lift and i go no i'm not still weak and they go oh but i only do half of that that's what they're yeah so I just think not only is confidence important for mm. your own self-worth it's also super important for others yeah and then for whoever's giving out the compliment too to be rejected like they're yes. gonna be like oh it's a shock to them as well and, mm. and guys and girls go through this obviously but um that's very important to bring up and then the nature of again the people you surround yourself with is so important um I think the transition of my confidence from being as I've shared on here really shy in high school and all of that mm. just getting like surrounding myself with like different people, I think helped. It was, it's quite hostile when you're in an environment where with people trying to find themselves, you know what, we all know what high school's like, but you know, leaving school, keeping Mm. a handful of people that make you feel good and you can be Mm. yourself around and finding new people. Um, And then of course, getting out of puberty and that awkward phase definitely Mm. helped, but then also becoming sure of who you are as an adult, as you grow up. So Although our confidence doesn't always improve with age, like it does sort of help just because we have different priorities and different powers and we can sort of change our scenarios a bit better when we're a bit older, I find. Mm, Um, That's what helped me anyway. Mm. I still remember as you were saying that from high school, I had this memory pop up, might share it. Yeah, Um, please. But I was one of my best friends, Stacey, I'm in her wedding. She's amazing. Her mom is like incredible. Um, Just the most humble woman ever. Year, I think it was year eight or year nine biology. I still remember being (laughs) at her place and um, I can't remember if she was saying something about herself, like her body image or something like that. But I still remember her mom saying to us, girls, there's enough people that are going to speak down to you in this world. Don't do it to yourself. Oh, and wow. I, it sort of landed with me and I was like, wow, you're so right. There's enough people that are going to kick you, right? There's That's enough so people nice. that are going to pour shit on you. Mm-mm. Why should we do it to ourselves? Like we, yeah. we have to have that self-respect to be able to recognize our own wins, right? Mm-mm. So that other people can recognize theirs and get rid of this like, oh, you're being arrogant. You're being confident. Like don't, don't show your wins. Don't like, don't be too proud. Yeah. Like, why not? I don't understand yeah. where that comes from. Yeah, well, um, as they say, in Australia, apparently um, it's the worst, like tall poppy syndrome. Mm. It's easier to cut down the tall poppy than grow to their height. So it's very much a thing here. Um, So a lot of people just find it easier just to tear someone else down where Mm. it's like, well, put in the work, mate. We're putting in the work to grow, to be a tall poppy. So, but that's the thing, like, the more we grow, we want to help other people on, on our way as well. It's not mm. just, and as we mentioned at the start, it's not arrogance or feeling mm. superior. It's just us feeling good about ourselves because then our energy is better for other people. We, we reflect that on other people and it's better. Mm. So yes, you can't always share your wins with certain people. Unfortunately, I think it's important to know which friends or family you mm. can talk about money. You can talk about business. You can talk about personal life. 
Yep, we all categorize our friends. I think it's important because mm-hmm. there's yep. no point telling a big business idea to someone that you know is just going to throw it back in your face or mm-hmm. talk about going on a date with someone that, you know, they're not going to support your actions. Just take mm-hmm. that awareness as well and categorize people. Okay, they're my fun friend or they're who I can get business advice from or mm-hmm. things like that as well. Yeah, don't yep. have to know, but... <laughs> Yeah, the good old work of like Brene Brown, right? Who always comes up is like knowing who to take feedback from. Like if yeah. they're not in there with you or they're at a different stage, like, you know, maybe you reserve where you bring those things up because mm. if we don't, if we're not going to do anything with the, the feedback, like what's the point of actually asking for it, so to speak, yeah. or sharing it? Um, sometimes what- people, sorry, just quickly before you move, sometimes people ask for feedback from people because they know they're going to, um, say no, nah, it's a bad idea, then they won't take action. Don't be that person as well. Yeah, yeah, self-sabotaging. Yeah, yeah, don't be that don't person. Be Self, that. That's just self-awareness though, isn't it? Like mm. if you've got that self-awareness, it's sort of like actually I back what I'm doing. More chefs in the kitchen is not a good idea, no. right? Like I need to call my own shots and too many opinions spoil things. Too yeah. many chefs spoil the broth. Like That's the- it. The analogies <laughs> are in <impossible. laughs> I love it. She's um, cooking, mate. But I remember reading a quote and it was like her progress or her success will not undermine yours. Like we can Mm. all grow together. It doesn't mean just because someone else is killing it, like support her. That's how everyone rises up. Right. Mm. Um, I, I think, and we got this at the start when we started a podcast together, I see it all the time in the fitness industry where collaboration is very, it's not done often, right? In the fitness space, it's it's like, I've got the methods, I've got the answers, I know it all. And it's Mm -hmm. reserved in that box because like you said, the tall poppy wants to be the tallest. Yeah, yeah. They don't want other people up there. They don't want to champion other people with them. And Mm. I I think it's that's the scarcity model, right? When you've got self-awareness though, this is why the piece of it, when you've got self-awareness and being like, I'm really content in who I am, what I'm doing and my mission is greater than myself, then- you don't mind aligning with other people and also sharing that. It's the best because you learn and then, you know, you know where to delegate as well. We've all got teams that, you know, we don't have to do all the work all the time because that'll be exhausting too and very closed-minded. So stay open-minded and and know that like someone else's way might work for their client, you know. Mm. It's not always about set in stone because mm. they're, and we've spoken about this on so many episodes there are that many variables of what makes up an individual human that not everyone's going to fit that box that you've created. Mm. So know when to delegate out, know when mm. to, you know, team up with someone. There's no mm. way that I would have made it to episode 99 on a podcast just on my own. Mm. Like it's so cool. And yeah, yeah nearly sure. episode 100 next week. But <gasps> another story. Um, yeah, 100, but yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of people use um, poor language as motivation, which short term, maybe it's okay. Like talking down on themselves, like it's never okay, but short term, it might yield a result. Mm. You might, you know, say something bad about yourself and get up and go work hard or do it to prove someone else wrong. But you're always going to hit a wall. Okay. Whether it be you just shoot your confidence completely or you get exhausted because you feel like everyone's just watching you and trying to chase you when actually no one actually cares. Mm. So we can't use poor language as motivation, Mm. right? We need to just change that. Like I've noticed that a lot in, in people. 
Yeah, I completely agree. And it saddens me, to be honest, because sometimes mm. I'll hear the way people talk about themselves and I'm like, oh, my God, did you just call yourself like a lazy piece of shit? <laughs> like literally some people will talk to themselves in a really bad way. Yeah. And I'm just like, to me, it's really triggering because I can't, um, it's been a long time since I've had negative self-talk, to be mm. honest. Like mm. I notice things come up for sure where I'm like, oh, you know, I feel quite watery today. I'm due for my period or I feel weak in the gym or I notice these sorts of things come up because they are real to me. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is me and I have to express that as well and reinforce it. And I'm mm. also like, well, don't, don't reward that behavior in yourself as well. Like I'm not saying like suppress it and don't speak about it and internalize it, but I'm just saying, well, if you are going to stare in front of the mirror and say, yeah, I'm fat, like you're actually going to start believing it. And that's what Mm. we're talking about with Joseph Spencer's work and his books. Like what we say is what we become. So if you want to exhibit confidence, you have to start demonstrating it and reflecting it in your tone, your action, your verbal, your your nonverbal, your thoughts. And, um, Mm. you know, fake it until you make it. It's something that I've always sort of thought of myself. And I know that um, some people think, oh, like you can't fake it till you make it. It doesn't work. My process or thought around it is that sometimes to get started, you've got to be your own cheerleader and you've got to be like, okay, like, let's go. I might not have everything I need right yet, but I've got enough to start and I can just start taking those steps forward. It's not like you're going to be incompetent and think you're going to go in and be a brain surgeon. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about a lack of confidence in a particular area that we want to make moves in. So if we can start like faking the mindset like in our brain being like, you are like, you've got this. The same mm-hmm. as like approaching a bar, like with a new PB, you haven't done that before. It's new. You haven't done that weight. But if you don't approach it with confidence, then you're setting yourself up for failure and you're definitely not going to be able to practice it 